Hello? Sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. It's girls' night. Hi, everyone. Hey, welcome back to Girls, Girls Night. Night. It's Shawnee. And I'm Adela. We hope everyone is ready for the deep and very juicy topics that we have in store for you guys Ooh. for today. What's it about? For today's episode, we'll actually be talking about three important aspects of relationships. Uh, we'll be talking about abuse and also red flags that we see in partners. Well, this sounds like a good time. It is. Hope you guys are ready. Grab your glass of wine and let's settle in. Disclaimer, we are not professionals. We are just two women providing personal opinions and experiences to help others. If you or someone you know is in need of urgent care, please contact official professionals. Suicide hotline and abuse hotline have been provided for you in the episode description. So, how was your week? My week was pretty good. I feel like I have a hard time remembering what the hell I did every time we have this conversation. <laughs> oh my god, I went to New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you went away? <laughs> I went to New Hampshire for my cousin quinceanera. It was beautiful. She mm -hmm. looked absolutely stunning. And it was nice seeing my family and Miguel being there. It was cute. And just having, like spending time with him because I feel like we don't spend as much time together as we used to because we're both working. Yeah. Um. So that was nice to just spend time with him, even like on the drive, like just being with him. So that was that was cool. We only went for like, I think it was like two nights and one day. Mm -hmm. Two nights. Yeah, two nights and one day. Yeah. But it was a quick trip, but it was nice. That's pretty much the most memorable aspect of my week. That's nice, though. It's nice to get away, have some time to yourself. Yeah. How about you? How was your week? My week has been very stressful. I feel like the last, like, few weeks have been very stressful and very emotional, and I felt, like, very overstimulated. I don't really understand why. Um, like, I don't know. I've just felt very, like, emotional and very overstimulated in so many aspects of my life but I'm trying to like just work it out <laughs> yeah yeah lately I've done like a lot of overthinking but also like self-reflection uh and I've been feeling like so anxious and I didn't understand why I was feeling anxious until this past Sunday when I was going to my aunt's house for my cousin's birthday, uh, it was her 19th birthday, and we were having a little get together for our family. And all day uh, that day, aunt was, you know, like giving me like hugs and kisses and like trying to hold my hand and he would like pat me on the shoulder and I kept flinching and I kept getting like very like upset. And I didn't understand why. And aunt's a very loving man, very respectful. Um, but because of my past trauma with one of my past relationships, I used to do that. That was like one of my coping mechanisms after. Um, and I thought that I worked through that, but I guess I haven't. <laughs> so I feel like it's so hard to work through something like that. Like there's so much, so many layers 
that you have to work through and so much that happened that you probably just tried to suppress and forget yeah so like when little things remind you of it it's like triggering almost yeah like I know I've always been like for me one of my love languages is not physical touch I've never been a big you know person with physical touch but after that traumatic experience um and one of my past relationships it definitely has triggered me even more like I've I thought that I've gotten used to like people like being able to like hold my hand and like you know touch me on the wrist but or like pat me on the shoulder and things like that but I feel like as of lately I've just been very on edge and I just I'm trying to figure that out (laughs) yeah I also feel when there's so much going on in your life as you have now so much going on in your life emotionally and just everything going on it also triggers things that happened to you in the past so everything Mm -hmm. becomes more like hyper focused and you start doing things that you haven't done in years because you're so stressed about everything else and those emotions just start to come up yeah and that just becomes more stressful yeah but thankfully aunt has been very supportive very supportive and very loving and just trying to understand and trying to like find help for me and trying to be you know the best that he can as a partner for me so that he can understand what I'm going through and trying to find the correct help that I need um because I feel like I've worked it out before but by myself and I don't think that I can do that again because the way that I did it was not correct yeah yeah I feel like it's also so hard for like a partner to understand or it's it's not even that it's like hard for a partner to watch you go through something that they can't help you with yeah and you like understand it and like be there for you but they can't help you like I can't imagine like that feeling of desperation of like I need to make my partner feel better but I can't because there's nothing I can do yeah like that sucks yeah but thankfully in a relationship you know having those three aspects, those important aspects of relationship is what, you know, builds a great connection with your partner. Yeah. And yeah, trust, communication and loyalty. Yeah. I don't, does loyalty and respect go hand in hand? I think trust and loyalty are the same thing. Okay. Did I say trust and loyalty? Yeah. I meant respect, communication and loyalty. Okay. I was going to say, because I think loyalty is a big part of that too. Yeah. Yeah. And if you and your partner don't have communication, which is something that I've learned from my wise sensei. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you don't have that, you're just going to lead nowhere. You're always going to lead to dead ends because you need Mm -hmm. to under try to understand your partner. And if you don't communicate with them, you won't be able to understand them in a way that, you know, surface level conversations won't get you, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think communication is actually number one on that list for me. And it didn't used to be. Like, I think it used to be maybe respect or trust, Mm -hmm. you know, but now it's definitely communication because communication leads to all of those things. Communication leads to understanding. Yeah. And when you understand your partner and what they need and what they feel – and also being able to be vulnerable with your par- with your partner and being able to communicate your vulnerability. Just being able to tell them, like, I feel very vulnerable right now and I don't want you to make me feel worse about this. Yeah. Like, I need you to help me through this emotion or whatever I'm facing. And just being able to have that openness 
that conversation is so helpful in a relationship and it just brings you closer yeah that's definitely true and I feel like for me my biggest aspect in a relationship for years is trust and it's only because I've been trying to build it um like with my relationships um and I feel like if you just don't have trust in a relationship, you kind of like lack communication with your partner, you begin mm-hmm. to respect them less, you begin to doubt them, yourself, your place in the relationship, you know, so I feel like if you don't trust your partner, if you don't trust anyone, you know, any type of relationship, you will not go far in the relationship, the relationship will end, you need to yeah. trust each other no matter what. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not even just, like, your partner cheating on you or, like, doing that stuff. Because when you think of trust, you think of, like, my husband or my boyfriend's not going to go out and talk to another girl. Like, sure, that's a big aspect of it. But it's also about trusting them with your emotions and being able to, again, come to them and be like, I am feeling this type of way. And you trust that they're not going to make you feel like shit or, like, make you feel more uncomfortable with the situation or make you feel less of a person. Yeah. And if your partner doesn't trust you or you don't trust your partner, then you won't respect them and your partner won't respect your feelings, your boundaries, your, you know, your physical, personal space. They'll think less of you and the relationship will just never be healthy. Yeah. So I feel like all of those three components are huge aspects of any type of relationship. And respect is like, don't curse at me. Yeah. Like, you know, we can curse and say, like, fuck, like, you know, whatever, but don't curse at me. Yeah. Like, the moment you curse at me, that's so disrespectful. You're not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to do that for you either. Don't ever raise your hand at me. Yeah. Don't ever call me names. Don't, like, you know, like, there's a certain level of respect that you have towards your partner. Like, yeah. and also respect that you hold even in public where it's, you don't allow anybody else to do that to your partner. Don't disrespect my partner. Like, yeah. even if I'm here or not, like, you don't disrespect them. It's, that's rude. Yeah. So it's just that level of respect that just makes you feel more comfortable and accepted. And you know that your partner really cares about you. Yeah. And that's definitely something that people in abusive relationships lack is lack all three of, respect. of these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All three. Yeah, definitely. No trust, no respect and no communication mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I personally was, like I stated previously, uh, in a, in an abusive relationship when I was younger, which ended in me having to go all the way to court for a restraining order. And I remember being in the relationship and having to deal with being emotionally, verbally, and physically abused. Um, and having to deal with that, having to have terrible communication with my partner um, because they would say one thing and they would then turn around and say something behind my back that was completely not um, accurate. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at girlsnightpodcast underscore and on TikTok at girlsnightpodcast. But yeah, being in a a previous um, abusive relationship uh, and having to be emotionally and verbally and physically abused, not being respected, not having any trust with my partner because at the time he was constantly cheating on me, 
Um, and I just felt like not only just with the cheating, but just having sacred moments in my life and certain moments in my life that I went through that I trusted him to be there for me 100% and he just wasn't. Um, it took a really big toll out of me. I feel like being in a relationship like that, not that I have any experience with it, but from what I can see and from what I remember, because we were in high school together and we were best friends at the time, mm -hmm. um, it also made you lose communication with uh, with your with the people around you, with yeah. your family, with your friends. Like you weren't telling anybody the truth about what was going on, yeah. um, and I'm sure it also like affected your self esteem and how you thought of yourself because. Like, that can't be good for your self-esteem, you know, to, like, have somebody tell you all the time that they love you, and then it's like, well, I must not be good enough because you don't love me enough, or yeah. I don't know if that is what you were thinking, but that's what I would imagine it would yeah. feel like. I definitely went through constantly thinking that I just wasn't enough, that I I kept, telling, and, like, beating myself up about it, like, am I not worthy of a, like, healthy relationship? Am I not worthy of love and I always used to think that it was like normal sometimes too like even though people would tell me like oh you know it's a very toxic relationship you guys have to separate you know but I thought that was my I thought that was love mm -hmm. you know um and for me I lost like communication with like my friends with my family because I just wouldn't let anyone in because I didn't want anyone to know what was going on behind the scenes because I was judge you. Yeah, I didn't want to be judged and I didn't want to be told what to do in a way. I didn't want to be told to like leave mm -hmm. because I wanted to be with him and I didn't want to. This is going to sound really, really sad, but I didn't want him to get hurt or like in trouble. Like I wanted to protect him because you loved him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, that's, that's okay, like, to be in love with somebody who's abusing you, because that's also manipulation, like, it was manipulating yeah. you. Um, I remember you saying that when we were younger, saying, like, a healthy relationship is a relationship that you have arguments and you fight in, yeah. and I used to tell you, like, that's, that's not true, like, that doesn't have to be that way, like, you can have open communication with somebody and still love them and be yeah. completely in love, and you would be like, no, you need to have, like, an argument or two to spice things up and I'm like that's not how that works yeah I know definitely now um being in the relationship that I'm in being with Anthony um and like him never like fighting like he doesn't fight he's not one to argue like that's not his thing and I remember when we first started going out and I remember I was upset about something and I wanted to argue about it and he just wasn't trying to do that. He was just trying to communicate and like talk it. He was like, we just need to talk it out for like one second. And I was like, no, I want to argue. And he was like, no. Yeah, I remember. And not really with Anthony, but previous relationships where you would be like, yeah, this is kind of boring because nothing yeah. happens. And I'm like, well, that's that's how it's supposed to be. I know. It, it was it was really bad. It's yeah. really bad. And I think that when being in an abusive relationship, when you're in it, you don't see it. But, like, seeing the looks on, like, your face and my sister's face when, like, things were going down, yeah. you know. And you guys 
looked so concerned and I just felt like it was like a regular Tuesday. Yeah, you were like, what are you worried about? Yeah, like I was so confused. I was like, it, nothing's like, nothing's gonna happen. Like it's perfectly fine. But it wasn't until things escalated and things got really, really bad to the point that I got really scared. And I started to like fear for my life and I was like, all right. And I remember being told by like others, like outside of like, you know, my friend group, um, like, why are you doing this to him? Like, he doesn't deserve this. Like, you're a horrible person. And like saying that I was a liar. And I remember crying so hard because I was like, how can you say this about me when I'm the one that endured all of these horrible things? Mm -hmm. And that's why I always felt like I didn't want to say anything. You were just so good at hiding it. Like, you yeah. were so good at hiding everything that was really going on. Like, I knew surface level that he was cheating on you. But that was it. Like, yeah. I didn't know about everything else that was going on. Like, I knew that, yeah, he would get mad. Like, you called me once, and you were like, he's at my window with a bat. Like, yeah. And I'd be like, what the... F like, what? That's yeah. wild. Mind you, I lived on the third floor of my parents' apartment building. So he climbed all the way up the wall, the brick yeah, wall I outside. That. I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And my sister like panicking and telling me to call 911. And I was just like, no, he'll leave, he'll leave. And she was like, girl, call 911. Like this is like serious. And like seeing her so upset and so scared, I then, like it, it like clicked in me. And I was like, damn, like, this is like really scary shit. Like, this is like not funny. Like, I didn't find it amusing, but I'm like, this is like serious, you know? Yeah. But it's because you endured it so slowly that was yeah. like, it's like when you take a shower and you slowly put up the warm water, you don't feel it when it gets hot. Yeah. That's the same thing with like abuse. They just start so slowly that you never, you didn't notice like, when did this start happening? Like, yeah. when did it get this bad? Yeah. And I definitely think that's why you have to, like, look at red flags. And it's so important for you to, like, see all the red flags before you get deep into shit. Because once you're in it, like I said, like, once you're in it, you can't even see yeah. outside of it at all. I feel like when you're younger, it's so hard to spot those things, those red flags. Like, I remember my mom telling me, you know, these are certain aspects of a man you don't want to be with. And I would just be like, why? Like that, what, what? Yeah. And she would be like, you know, you got to introduce me to your boyfriends because I can always tell if they're good people or not because she could see the red flags and I couldn't because I was young, you know, yeah. I, I didn't know any better. Um, And she would be like, yeah, this guy, he sounds a little like weird. He doesn't sound really like sociable, like something's a little wrong. And I'd be like, what? No, like it's cool. It's dope. Like I like that. Yeah. And she'd be like, no, you don't like that. And she knew that I didn't. Like yeah. I like people who are like social and outgoing and, um, but she she was able to spot those things before I did. And then growing up and, like, being in different relationships and realizing what I liked and what I didn't like, um, I got better at seeing the red flags. Yeah. Yeah, once you see red flags, and like you said, sometimes you don't see them. Like, once you're in a relationship, it's very hard for you to see them. And sometimes when you're with someone that you really like or love, you even make excuses for mm -hmm. them. Um and that's why it's good that your friends and your family, like, see things that you can't see in someone that you're with. And I feel like you need to take those, those, like, weird, uncomfortable feelings that you feel in the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. You have to take, take those so seriously because those things just get worse over time. Like, yeah. I tell people, like, 
that shit doesn't get better. The more yeah. you're with the person, the worse it gets. The more annoying, those little quirks that you found, like, oh, it's kind of cute, but it's a little annoying, it just gets more and more annoying. Yeah. To the point where you're just going to be like, that's going to be an argument. And that's going to be a reason why, you know, maybe there's a loss of trust or communication or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because of that one little thing that you thought was kind of cute and quirky, yeah. it's actually, like, potentially a red flag. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For me... For me, after that, I definitely would, like, pick at, like, little things. And I and I thought that maybe it was, like, me being picky, but then I, know, like, knew that it was, like, no, like, these are red flags that I see in people. Like, I need to, like, take that more seriously. So, like, if someone would try to, like, be very controlling about, like, who I talked to, who mm-hmm. I was with, where I was with, you know, where I was going um what I was wearing like who the hell are you to tell me what I can and can't do remember that one guy that tried to tell me to not wear a dress oh my god oh my god he like called my mom and he was like how dare you let her wear that and my mom was like who the fuck yeah who are you I remember that so much when your mom said that I was like yeah mom like who the hell is that guy like get the hell out of here yeah she was like you need to leave him and I did I I, because he was shit Oh my god and like you know then like seeing like anger issues in someone like even if first of all if someone gets angry at the tiniest little thing people are allowed to get angry upset at things you know expressing their emotions but if they get upset right let's say like they have like horrible road rage to the point that they're like following somebody mm. to try to like torture no leave leave yeah. please yeah, because that thing, that stuff escalates, and then it's pinpointed towards you. Yeah. And then you become the reason why they're upset. And then yeah. that anger becomes them hitting you or near you or throwing things at you, and, like, it just escalates worse and worse. Yeah. And then, like, things like them, you know, like, a partner being, like, rude to somebody else or, like, being very unkind, like, rude to, like, you know, um, service, you know, people in their service industry, like, things like that. Like, no, that's a big get out the get out of here. Yeah, because if you can't even be nice to your server who's working so hard to get you your food and what you need to do, yeah. then how are you going to be kind to your girlfriend or yeah. your wife or your children? My God. And if someone, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like if someone has a really bad or unhealthy relationship with their family members, I would get I would get out I'm of telling them. you the way they treat their mom is the way they're going to treat you. Yeah, definitely. That's 100 percent true. It really is. If they have a really bad relationship with their family members, especially their mom, no. And if it's a really unhealthy thing, at least for me, because I I don't like mama's boys, like I can't. (laughs) They also need to be like, you know, responsible for themselves. Like they can't depend on somebody else because if they do, get out, get out. Uh, Yeah, I don't like those relationships either where it's like they're so... Ugh, like too close to their mom where yeah. it's almost uncomfortable where oh my it's God. like that's why? creepy yeah that's creepy like why are you why are you talking to your mom 24 7 like i don't like why does your mom have to wash and cook for you uh, you don't have two hands right you don't have two yes feet? Uh, my gosh yes why is your mom cleaning your room for you you're, boy you're 25 years old right. please <laughs> like it I just can't. shows you that like when they get in a relationship with you they're gonna expect you to do that to too. do that they're yeah gonna expect you to be their mom exactly and girl that's a sign get out get, get out. out 
No. And if they make you feel badly about yourself, if they don't support you or your dreams, no. Yeah. If they don't make your insecurities feel like the best part about you, they're not worth it. Yeah. Get out. (laughs) Get out. And another thing, if they cheated on one of their partners in the past, or if they cheated with you on their partner, on their previous partner, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're going to do it to you, boo. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it to you. Gonna it's it not. And no, they did not change. Thank you. Thank, that's what I was just about to say. Oh. They're not going to change, all right? Shit mm-hmm. does not work like that. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Facts. Lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And another thing, if they threaten you, like to be with you like if they like threaten you with like suicidal you know ideas or holding something against you Mm -hmm. girl i've gone through my first year but if they do that leave he he's not gonna kill himself yeah all right check him into a mental hospital no facts (laughs) facts catch him like record him saying that and then submit it to like a mental hospital and be like somebody needs to come get this man yes or show it to his mama the one that he's having clean his room all right because no like i can't yeah i feel like that's also a form of abuse like them threatening you and holding stuff against you yeah like they're not letting they're, they're not letting you like live yeah, they they literally just want you to be attached to the hip. And then if you fall into that, you'll keep, like, they'll know that they can't respect you because then they'll think that you're weak and you're mm-hmm. less than, you know, like the, that you're less than them and they could just easily control you. Mm. No, and I know this is going to be a silly one. If they don't have good hygiene, I oh. think, oh, and I was just telling Adela, literally... If they do not have good hygiene, at least for me, if they don't smell good, I I can't do it. It I doesn't can't. even have to be, like, cologne or whatever. No, it just has no, to be, no. like, you're not musty. Yeah. No. I once dated a guy who always smelled like freaking cat piss. Oh, no. And I think it was cat piss. I literally couldn't describe. Like, I couldn't distinguish what that damn smell was. And I liked him as a person, and he was really sweet. But, like... He just smelled so awful. Oh, that sucks. So awful. They imagine trying to be intimate with them, and they were just like, oh. And that's all you smell. Oh, no. That's awful. I can't. Oh, no. And last red flag on the list is if they flake on your plans, or if they flake in your life. If they leave you hanging. Yeah. Like, if they leave you hanging... They don't respect you, mm-hmm. and they're not going to prioritize you, so why should you prioritize them? Everybody who wants to make time for you will make time for you. Like, everybody has time to make time for you. Yeah. Everybody. If they really want to spend time with you, if they really want to talk to you, they will make time no matter what. Yeah. It's like... um. That thing on TikTok where everyone's like, if he wanted to, he freaking would. Yes. All right? And that's so true. Yeah. It really is. If he wanted to, he would. Damn. I guess so. 
You got sad. Why are you sad? You get sad at the end of the podcast every time. No, no, I'm not gonna get sad. I'm not gonna say why I'm sad. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm just getting cramps. Oh, oh my god. I'm on my period too. Really? Oh, twinsies. Cycle twins. No, yeah, I'm getting saddies about that. But... Yeah, those are our red flags. Please watch out. Take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're not with some freaking asshole. And if you see someone, or if you yourself are in a very abusive relationship, please contact the local authorities or even talk to someone that you trust or us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can always message us. We will respond to everybody. Always. Yeah. We just want you girlies to always stay safe and be in healthy and loving relationships always. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in to this Girls Night. We will see you again next week. Bye. Girls Night.